Welcome to the Reason to Hope podcast. In this podcast, we explore the intellectual credibility of the Christian faith. We seek to show how the central hope found in Jesus Christ is not only rational, but that the Christian worldview makes sense of our experience, our deepest longings, and our intuitions about the world. Thanks for listening, and we hope today's episode is both encouraging and challenging to you, whether you are a believer or a skeptic. Welcome to today's episode of the Reasoned Hope Podcast, where we investigate the intellectual credibility of the Christian faith and try to present a thoughtful approach to Christianity. Today I'm going to be reading an essay that I wrote on a topic of knowledge, specifically on the topic of can we only know things which are empirically tested. And in the course of this essay, I hope it will become clear what I mean by that. But the importance of this topic is that you are going to encounter a certain perspective on what it means to know that something is true. If you're a Christian and you engage people with uh, conversation about spiritual things, about the gospel, uh, eventually you're going to run into this idea that, uh, well, we can't really know that God exists, or we can't really know that Jesus rose from the dead. And the reason oftentimes that, that some people will give for that claim is that they will say something like, well, we can't really know something unless we can test it. And when they talk about testing a truth claim, they mean something like, scientific testing. They mean something that you can repeat, like an experiment. Um, And this is a very common way to think about knowledge and how we can know things are true. And it poses some problems for uh, topics of the supernatural, like God's existence, or again, miracles, or Jesus rising from the dead, things like that. Because these seem to be things that are outside the scope of what many would consider to be uh, empirical testability. So this essay uh, that I wrote aims to address this idea. And if you want more in-depth on this topic, be sure to check out the podcast episode that I did called What is Scientism? Because that episode goes into uh, a lot more detail on uh, this topic as well. But I hope this essay is helpful for you. If you have spiritual conversations with those who are not Christians, eventually you will encounter a particular claim about evidence and knowledge. Let me give an example to illustrate. I was once having a conversation about Jesus with a friend from high school. When we began to discuss Jesus' resurrection, he stopped me and said, I can't believe that Jesus was actually raised from the dead because I can't test that scientifically. From his perspective, he has no way to objectively verify that Jesus was raised from the dead. It is a claim of history that cannot be repeated or observed. As such, this central event of Christianity is outside the scope of what can be known, or so the thinking goes. Now, is this really true? If it was, then no one could really know with any rational basis that Jesus was raised from the dead. But as we will see, this idea is a bad way to think about knowledge on many levels. 
First, we need an understanding of what is going on when someone makes a claim like this. Much of the answer lies in a proper understanding of science. Many people have been fed the lie that science is the only thing, or perhaps the best tool, which provides us with accurate knowledge about reality. It is an approach to knowledge called scientism. But it is important to see that while science does provide us with a way to investigate the material world, and thus to gain knowledge about the material world, it is not the only or even the best source of knowledge. We know many things through testimony, when someone tells us what happened, introspection, how we are feeling at the present moment, pure reason, 2 plus 2 equals 4, bachelors are unmarried males, memory, what time did you go to bed last night, and moral intuition, rape is wrong. In addition, we know things through history, as historians use methods to investigate events of the past based on the evidence they currently have. So the first major point here is that there are other valid ways we come to know things besides science. Second, what is science? Science is a tool rooted in the scientific method. It is based on observation and experimentation as scientists form and test various hypotheses to explain what needs to be explained in the material world. Science has allowed us to gain amazing advances in understanding our world, and it has led to many wonderful technologies and discoveries. Of course, there have been many negative results of these things as well. But if science is simply a tool for investigating the material world, it cannot tell us if there is anything beyond the physical world, such as God or any other supernatural being. And since there are other ways we come to know things besides science, there is no reason to limit the tools we have to understand reality to science alone. And this leads to a third point. When many use the word science, they are really referring to a certain philosophy about the nature of the world. You see, when someone rejects the miraculous claim that Jesus was raised from the dead based on science, they really mean they cannot believe in a miracle. Oftentimes, this is because they have adopted a philosophy called materialism, which says the physical world is all that exists. If materialism is true, this means God does not exist, and miracles can't happen. But science itself does not presuppose or require the philosophy of materialism. In fact, modern science began in the period known as the Scientific Revolution in the 17th century. What is interesting about the birth of modern science is that the pioneers of this movement were believers in God. They saw their work as scientists to investigate the physical world that God had created. They saw no conflict between their belief in God and the practice of science. So, philosophically, there is no conflict between believing in God, and thus believing in miracles, and the practice of science. Science does not require the philosophy of materialism. Therefore, an appeal to science alone is not a good basis to reject belief 
in Jesus' resurrection. Fourth, the claim inherent in my friend's statement is contradictory. Notice what was said. I can't believe that Jesus was actually raised from the dead because I can't test that scientifically. To test something scientifically means that you run an experiment under repeated observation. To run such an experiment, you need empirical data that you can work with. You need to be able to put liquids in test tubes and measure the pressure in certain gases and so forth. Now, while such experimentation and testing is wonderful as far as it goes, there is a philosophical mistake being made here. And the mistake is this. You cannot empirically test or verify the claim that you must test all knowledge claims in accordance with the scientific method. In other words, where do you get the idea that you must test everything scientifically before you can know it? Not from science. That is a philosophical claim which needs to be justified on philosophical grounds. So, the claim defeats itself. It sets up a standard of proof, testing everything empirically by the scientific method, but it cannot meet this standard because it is not a scientific claim, but a philosophical claim. In addition, this is an odd standard to have for a historical claim. Events from the past are by nature not repeatable or observable. The claim of Jesus' resurrection is a claim that something happened in the past. But this was a singular event that we were not there to witness ourselves. As such, we must look at the historical evidence we have, which surrounds this event, and see if the explanation, Jesus rose bodily from the dead, is the best explanation. If we had to empirically test everything, like this objection says, we could not know anything about the past. But this is clearly false, since we do know much about the past. Fifth, it is important to see that no one really lives this way. No one empirically verifies everything by the scientific method before they accept it as true. As stated before, there are many other ways we come to know things. We accept what our friends tell us about what happened at work yesterday, unless we have good reason to believe otherwise. When someone asks us how we are feeling, we simply introspect. We have immediate awareness of our own mental states. We don't empirically test the claim that 2 plus 2 equals 4, or that a bachelor is an unmarried male. These are axiomatic truths of math and logic that we simply see upon reflection. We remember through memory, truthfully, what happened at college graduation. Frequently, the main time this idea about science and knowledge comes up is when we are talking about God or the supernatural. But people do not consistently live out this philosophical idea about science. So ultimately, this is not a good objection to belief in Jesus' resurrection or a proper way to think about science and knowledge. It depends upon a faulty understanding of science and an, an assumption of a philosophy which rejects the supernatural. Moreover, the claim is self-defeating, and no one consistently lives out this approach to knowledge.
Well, thank you very much for listening today. I hope that this essay on knowledge and science uh, was helpful. If this is a podcast that you enjoy uh, or find helpful, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to it. And please tell others about the podcast you think might be interested. ReasonHopePodcast.com is our website. ReasonHopePodcast at gmail.com is the email address if you have any questions, comments, or anything of, of that sort. But thank you for listening. And remember that there is reason for hope in Jesus Christ.